Brad Guy Solo, Courtney Cronin, Tim Callishaw, Clinton Yates. The latest on Justin Herbert. X-rays negative, what that means and what that doesn't mean. And if the pluses of playing through pain last night were outweighed by a minus. And week two, bounce back Sunday. Let's go around that horn. Must win. Talking about the mace. News from Los Angeles, x-rays negative on Justin Herbert. More tests forthcoming on his ribs. The pain, you could see, he couldn't even run on that third down when it was there for him, but there he was with the immaculate pass on fourth down, and then that touchdown on the next fourth down. This is a time for medical Twitter. Brian Sitterer, MD, not, of course, treating Herbert in any way, but did say something I thought was of note. X-rays are worthless for rib fractures because they don't rule out rib fractures. Organ injuries often have delayed diagnosis. So take that with a grain of salt, of course. Let's put it all to the side for a second. The game turning on the pick six. Gerald Everett wanting out from the play, the long play before that. Nobody saw it except the camera. That fatigue had to affect his route. Combine that and the multiple Mahomes interceptions that turned back and the times LA went for it on fourth down and when they punted on fourth down, it all added up to a KC win. Tim, what's the takeaway from last night? Uh, you know, I don't know why I thought back to James Harrison and Arizona's only Super Bowl appearance, but it's really hard to overcome a 100-yard interception return. That is a true 14-point swing when that sort of thing happens. And, and, and the Chargers had already had the, I think, I thought they got screwed a little bit on the replay that turned mm-hmm. over the other interception. Yes, the ball touched the ground. He didn't bounce it off the ground. And we all know five or six years ago, that's just an interception and we move on and they have a 17-7 lead. But with that getting overturned, with the offensive line injuries they had that were not only getting Herbert injured, but Austin Eckler really never got going. Less than three yards of carry last night. Not much in the passing game. Uh, the, the Chargers di- just ran out of, they, they didn't have enough bodies to, to beat the Chiefs. Courtney Cronin, takeaway from last night. Yeah, this is a young secondary that met its moment. We've made a lot about some of the draft picks that this team Kansas has. City, George Karloftis, Sky Moore. Kansas City, yeah. George Karloftis, Sky Moore, Isaiah Pacheco. But it was Jalen Watson in that 99-yard pick six that broke this game open for a team that wasn't playing well. Like, I think we know that this Kansas City team is still very scrappy. I mean, those two touchdown passes that were thrown by Patrick Mahomes in the second half were thrown to backups. So they can find ways to win. And they can also take advantage of the windows that teams leave open for them. Asante Samuel dropping two near interceptions, two other turnovers that were negated by penalties for this Chargers defense. The Chiefs had a window and they slipped right through it on their way to a victory. Sometimes that's what it takes and they remain on top of the AFC West because of that. I like the way you said that Chargers are habitual window openers or leaving windows open, wouldn't you say? <laughs> we call that charging. Yeah, all that charging. Right, Frank Isol, your takeaway. Yeah, Asante Samuel Sr. had one of the biggest interception drops of all time. That was a few plays before the famous Eli Manning pass to David Tyree. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, settle down, all right. I mean, you had to yeah. work the New York into this. Good memory, though. It's I'll related. give you that. It's, it, it, it's related. Uh, Tim's also right about replay. It's ruining football, basketball, VAR, and soccer. That's an interception 100 times out of 100. But here's the problem, though. You get the Kansas City Chiefs on a night where Patrick Mahomes, who's brilliant, to me, he's the best quarterback in the NFL, he has an okay game. 
But that interception is a killer. That's on Herbert, but also the tight end there, Gerald Everett. The only thing less inspiring about the route that he ran was his reaction to the interception. I mean, come on. Your first reaction is to pick up your mouthpiece. Let's try to get the guy before he runs 100 yards. That whole thing was a disaster, that play. And Clinton Yates. You guys can be down on Los Angeles, but, I mean, my takeaway from this is that the Chargers are really, really good. I mean, in a short week game on the road against the Chiefs team that everybody was declaring the best in the NFL after last week, they managed to lose that game by only three points after they get three picks returned. They don't have Keenan Allen. Their center goes down at halftime, and obviously their quarterback goes out. To me, this was an impressive performance. However, it felt like Staley wanted it a little too much. All week, he talked about how not just the quiet storm offense getting in rhythm last week was what was important, but the fact that they got a division win. He was looking for two real early and ended up banging out half of his team. I think he left a little too much out there on the field, if that makes sense in terms of what But you view this from team. L.A.'s perspective, and you think it was a good thing. It feels like we get into the space with the Chargers, whether we're grading on a curve or not, where getting close, remember they were close to the playoffs last year, they didn't make the playoffs, is considered a checkmark. Good job, guys. Courtney Cronin back in. The Chiefs and the Chargers have the same record right now. I mean, that's what I'm getting at here. Like, you know, you are what your record says you are. I think the Chargers showed it from a top side okay, level. Okay, Kansas City, can Kansas City is 2-0 and, and, and L.A. is 1-1. One one. Uh, Sorry, Cronin, please. I mean in the division. I just want teams to stop blitzing Patrick Mahomes because it clearly doesn't work. He didn't have a lot. He didn't face the blitz a whole ton last night, but in 10 dropbacks against it, 106 yards and a touchdown, six touchdowns against the Blitz this year. Like, find a different strategy because it's, extra pressure doesn't seem to face this guy whatsoever. Does another strategy exist, though? I mean, that, that was like, that was a, were you all a B-minus game? And it's a win, again, for Mahomes. Let's go back to Los Angeles now because Justin Herbert's warrior-ness, the dogness, versus the reality of how he was out there. Could he have really been hurt? Brandon Staley, after the game, on if he was worried about Herbert? No, because he's Justin Herbert. Handshakes even look painful after the game. Courtney, did you find yourself wondering if he should be out there during it? Did you feel any differently today, knowing x-rays at least at first were negative? Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm watching him on that third and one play. He couldn't even jog to get the first down. And then, of course, the next play he comes in and he throws that absolute dart to DeAndre Carter. You know, when we talk about the warrior mentality and what Brandon Staley said after the game that, you know, of course we left him in here, in there. He's Justin Herbert. I think that that does something to galvanize the locker room because when those other guys on the team see that your quarterback, who's the face of your franchise, is willing to play through injury, whether smart or not to get you guys in position to win this game, that has a trickle-down effect on the rest of the locker room. Frank Isola, how'd you see it? Yeah, Courtney is 100% right. It's football number one. Number two, I think okay. Justin Herbert would she take himself out of the game if, if, he, if he were that injured. But let's also remember, and Tim knows this, Emmett Smith, the famous game with a shoulder injury. We've written poems about Michael Jordan being sick in the NBA Finals. This is what players do. And when you play like that, when you're hurt, it was uncomfortable to watch at times, but I'm still convinced he's pulling himself out if he can't do it. And that long completion out on fourth down told me all I needed to know. And he wasn't the only guy in the Chargers playing hurt. You know there are other guys banged up. And Courtney's right. That does a lot when, you know, the, the quarterback's the most protected position. You know, every, they get all the glory. And for him to be out there doing that, that, that's a loss. That means a lot to that locker room. Lynn Yates? 
Yeah, last night I was all caps tweeting, what is this guy doing out here? And all I had to do mm-hmm. was listen to the coach. Basically, it gave them the best chance to win. You just look to that sideline, and you can figure it out from a competitive standpoint, never mind all this stuff about warriorness and all that. Chase Daniel was in college when I was in college, and that was a long time ago from what it feels like. And so, overall, <laughs> I think you just made the choice. I can't win without this guy behind center, and that was obvious. Tim Kalashaw. And Frank mentioned Emmett, and I will go back to Troy Aikman and the hits he took early in his career when his team wasn't any good, and that showed the rest of that team what he was going to do in order to fight for that team. Herbert doesn't really even have to do that. They've seen for two years how good this guy is, and now he's carrying the team, but he stays out there and he plays like that. That's, that's got to have a positive impact down the line. Mm-hmm. We've been horn. We'll move on. Week two. Let's call it Bounce Back Sunday. How many teams started with a surprising week one loss? Answer, well, not half of them, but almost half of them. There was that tie. Super Bowl contenders, though, hoping not to go 0-2. The Bengals at Dallas. Packers, home for Bears. 49ers have the Seahawks. And the defending champs, Rams, don't want to start 0-2. They have the Falcons. Frank, who needs the bounce back win most? Well, the Bengals, for me, are certainly one of them. They made it to the Super Bowl. I didn't think Joe Burrow was sharp. I didn't think the coaching was sharp. You're going for the kick on third down to protect against something going wrong. There was a high snap. They should have ate the ball right there and tried to kick again. But for me, Joe Burrow has a resume, though, and he's accomplished something. Trey Lance with the 49ers, he replaced the guy that took them to the conference championship game. I understand it was a monsoon in Chicago. Courtney was there. Outstanding work by her. So I'm going to give him a little bit of a pass. But he's still replacing a pretty solid starter. And if they were to lose this week to Seattle, start out 0-2, we've seen this before with young quarterbacks. Things could start to, you know, uh, get away from him pretty quick. It could be pretty bad. The weather forecast again for that game uh, looks to be wet. Clinton Yates. Has to be the Los Angeles Rams to me. I mean, come on. We're talking about a team that won the Super Bowl, lays an exact egg at home. They gave up more than 300 in the air, more than 100 on the ground, sacked seven times, couldn't seem to do anything right. I understand the Buffalo Bills are a very good team, but this is the first time that McVay has lost a season over. This was not good, and people out here are panicking in the streets understandably, if Jalen Ramsey looks any worse from a defensive standpoint, it's going to be a real problem. I think they've got a lot to figure out. You're playing the Falcons, who are hot garbage when it comes down to it. <laughs> I, I, I want to get back to panicking the streets of L.A. What does that exactly look like? People are now ordering. You saw uh, the parade. It means there's a couple people on each corner who are a little bit worried uh, with a hat on. That's what Tim Kalisha, how about you? You know, no one's asking about Dallas bouncing back with Cooper Rush. He's, Frank's over there talking about the Bengals. We'll save them for next week. I think, it's, I think it's Green Bay. I think if they start the season losing to Minnesota, losing to Chicago, the team Aaron Rodgers is supposed to own, uh, then, then all hell is going to break loose in Green Bay, and people are going to wonder if they're going to win any games without Devontae Adams. And Courtney Cronin. No, yeah, Tim's right on the money with that. It is Green Bay, and Aaron Rodgers talked about needing to get on the same frequency as his young receivers, and Christian Watson can't drop another 75-yard would-be touchdown if uh, Rodgers doesn't want those wavelengths, frequencies to short-circuit because this offense can't figure out what its identity is if it can't actually move the ball. And on the flip side of that, that's a secondary that just allowed 184 yards and two touchdowns to one player in Justin uh, Jefferson last week against Minnesota. Green Bay can't start the season down 0-2 in the division. They have to win this game. They haven't been 2 since 2007. It's been a long time. Do the time. Bears have a Justin Jefferson on their roster, though, is the question I would pose to you, Gordon Cronin. You'll be at that game. Oh, okay, oh, please, please, you want to volunteer? You, you're, you think Justin Fields might have something for Green Bay? 
I, he has a Darnell Mooney. It's not a Justin Fields, but he has a Mooney. So hopefully, for his sake, Mooney can get open this week. One other thing to keep an eye on, week two. We're rather keeping an eye on you this week. Brownie oh. the Elf, yes. It's the debut of the midfield logo that will snatch your soul. That is so like great. Browns, Jets, like Sunday, it. let's go. Like it looks like Baker Mayfield. I don't like that. Bring it back. Come on, Frank. Love <laughs> Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Bucks at Saints Sunday. Anyone know Tom Brady's record against New Orleans since joining Tampa? 0-4. Exactly correct. Frank Isola getting the bonus. Clinton, buy or sell Brady getting off that schneid this weekend? I'm selling this. The injury report for their wide receivers looks absolutely terrible, which does not bode well for that old man. But overall, I do think that the Saints need to get in the backfield of there. They had no sacks last week, and I think that if they want to get to Brady, that's going to be something they're going to have to do. Well, Clinton Yates, I believe Brady was in college when you were in college, Clinton Yates. That's something you said before. Tim Kalish, how about you? I'm buying it. Uh, those injuries are significant, and Tampa Bay's offense will be limited. Let's not forget the Saints were 16 points behind Atlanta at the st- early in the fourth quarter Sunday. This is not a great Saints team. Tampa Bay will beat them much, much the same way they beat the Cowboys. Cronin. Uh, I'm selling this one. You guys remember last year when Tom Brady was so frustrated by Dennis Allen's defense that he took a tablet and threw it and broke it on the sidelines. So very clearly this is not the same Saints defense in terms of the personnel, and they're trying to find their way, and they didn't look great last week, but it's the same guy calling the plays, and they have found a way to frustrate Tom Brady in the past. And I'm also not buying this is not the same Saints offense as last year. Take a look at what what Jarvis Landry did in the fourth quarter against the Atlanta win the other week. And also, Michael Thomas, he's back. You've got New Orleans. That's two for New Orleans. I have New Orleans, And yes. Frank Isola. You know, this show is about as old as Tom Brady, and we're still falling into the trap <laughs> of doubting Tom Brady. Your arguments are about as thin as he is. Give me a break. The Saints were lucky to win last week. I get it. Six touchdowns, eight interceptions, last four games against the Saints. It's Tom Brady, folks. He'll be fine. Give him all the motivation. You'll see what will happen. Fire cell two, Miami at Baltimore. 
here's Tua. For me, I can't see because I'm not the biggest guy out there. So if I can't see you, you can't see me, I can't get you the ball. <laughs> Any thought that was a shocking admission. Others thought it was the most accurate and prettiest press conference ever done by a quarterback. Tim, buy or sell Tua there. I'm selling this. Did Tua say this at his combine interviews with NFL teams? I can't really <laughs> see the receivers out there. Be careful. Whatever you do, don't trade for a 5'10 Tyreek Hill. I'll never find him. Uh, that, that's just a bizarre, I mean, I don't know what it means. It's just a bizarre thing to say. Courtney Cronin. I have never heard Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson, who are both a couple inches shorter than Tua at six feet, make any sort of admission like this. They've seemed to be able to figure it out. Whatever happened to controlling what you can control? What you can control is throwing your wide receivers open. You can control getting out of the pocket and making plays on the run. And also, if you can't do any of those things, let's not forget, this guy was the checkdown king last year, and he's pretty accurate on short throws. So go ahead, beat pressure that's coming at you, throw a screen and work around it. Right, guys, God bless you, Courtney. I was thinking the same thing. Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray have a way of moving. Listen, I'm not crazy about undersized quarterbacks. The Jets certainly have one. Let's remember, though, Drew Brees also won a Super Bowl as an undersized quarterback and had a great career. That's up to Tua to find those spots, move around. Clinton Yates. I guess we now know why all those off-season videos of him throwing to Tyreek down the field were so oddly focused, because they probably had a short cameraman, too, as well. You can't admit this, bro. What are you doing? As the producer of this show likes to say, keep it tight. This is layering out way too much. Too much information is what you're already. Uh-huh. Yes. Fire Cell 3, Sun 105-876. The Alyssa Thomas game. Triple-double. First ever in finals history. And the Dewana Bonner bounce-back game. First and fourth quarters from Connecticut. Wow. So now we have a series. Game four Sunday. What are you buying? What are you selling, Court? I'm buying that this team knows how to perform when the Suns team knows how to perform when it's backs against the wall. That was not just a 29-point comeback. That was a 29-point beatdown, the largest margin of victory that any team has had in a WNBA Finals game. And Alyssa Thomas is a, mo- is a monster out there. She has two torn labrums and somehow grabs 15 rebounds. Tell me how that's supposed to happen. Right, guys, Zola. Because she went to the University of Maryland, Courtney. That's how it happened. Mm, We're all like that. There you uh, go, Listen, we, We've seen this before. That, you know, you, you're down 0-2. You play well at home. That's why game four, I think, will be the best game of the series, assuming there isn't a game five. But Asia Wilson, I think, was a minus 18. She's still the best player in the series. That's the player they have to Yates. Yeah, but we don't normally see this in the WNBA. So I'll buy the fact that the Suns won that psychological battle with a big-time beatdown. But I don't see that happening again for the Aces. Becky Hamm is going to have that team ready to do it in year one if she has the entire Tim Keller show. As some of you may have heard, I was at the Suns' historic Game 3 comeback against the Dallas Wings. So I have seen this team rally from its All right. I think you've been trying to dine out on that for quite some time. So Dewana Bonner, yeah, (laughs) they're going to make it to Game 5. They're coming. There's no quit in these Suns. Sun. And of course, there is one sun. There's only one sun up in the sky and then sun. winning game three. Make a pick when we come back on Monday. Will this series be over? Will the Aces be champion or will it be the sun be forcing five? Frank? Aces are going to win. Ronan? Uh, they're going to win game four as well. Kalisha? Sun makes it game Gates. five. <laughs> yes, and four trophies for Asia Wilson at the end of the season. Courtney Cronin, Frank Isola, showdown, two minutes. I get a trophy. Hey.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Courtney Crone and Frank Isola, good-looking showdown. The first pitch from wild defenseman Alex Goligoski was a first wrister. Frank graded. That's an A+. It's absolutely brilliant. It should start a trend. Maybe a golfer will come out, chip a ball. Maybe a lacrosse player, soccer guy, kick it. That, not only was it cool, it was a strike, which makes it even better. Courtney? Yeah, I mean, he, he might want, the Twins might want to put him in their lineup considering how on the money that was. There were pitchers I was flipping around the channels last night who couldn't find the strike zone uh, to save their life. So, yeah, I love the creativity. I give it an A+, plus too. But the point will move on. Showdown 2, college. Game day is at Appalachian State, which is fun and deserving. And I read that App State coaches are trying to make sure players keep focused. They're placing mousetraps all over the football building. Also this week, 0-2 Notre Dame, 2-0 Cal. Courtney, how musty is this game for Notre Dame and new head coach Marcus Freeman? Must win? Uh, 100% because you got to remember who they still have remaining on their schedule. They've got BYU, Clemson, USC, all three ranked teams. You got to get wins where you can get them. This is not an 0 3 football team. Drew Pine's going to be playing quarterback for them. He's only thrown, completed 20 or 39 passes all right, so all right. far. Good point. Co- not a FaceTime. Frank Isola, please. I thought I knew Tony Real. You were going to say App State's your favorite app after Calamar and Mozzarella Sticks. <laughs> Notre Dame has already had. A, be- a good loss and a bad loss. They need to win this game. Cook some of that calamari. Not the Arizona quarterback. <laughs> we'll move on. Back to last night. Derwin James' tackle on Travis Kelsey. You- you've seen this before, but have you ever seen it on somebody Kelsey's size? Derwin James is a berserker. This is a spine buster, Frank. Let me ask you this. If Derwin That's James not- were to do this to you, what would the result be? Uh, I'd probably also fumble the ball, and I probably wouldn't get up. But as high school wrestling champions like Tim Kalashow will tell you, it's all about leverage. So even though he's big, he's also able but to put the ball. You're calling it a fumble. Okay. Excellent. Ground can't cause a fumble, Courtney, right? Yes, it can. Yes. Yeah. If that were to happen to me, I'd feel worse than Justin Herbert does today. The other day, I ran into my coffee table, and I have a bruise the size of a mountain on my knee. So I can't even imagine what I would look like if that happened like to me. This is like Tua giving a press conference saying, you know, I'm, I'm not tall. You're telling us about moments you have running at the coffee tables. Frank, I saw the 30 seconds of FaceTime. That penthouse apartment that Courtney has in Chicago, we know all about it. Remember when you went for your college visit for me, you know, you'd be with your parents, you would stay at like the Roach Motel, you'd eat at, you know, some fast food place, you'd go on your merry way. Tony did get to go to Arthur Avenue when he went up to the Bronx. But did you hear about Arch Manning and eight other recruits in June when they went to Texas? According to The Athletic, Texas spent, get ready, $280,000 on that recruiting visit. That included the Four Seasons, lavish meals for all the players and their families, and Arch Manning ended up going there. Maybe. I got McDonald's. I have a different view of that. That, that. that does not make me feel well, you know. Now, I'm not saying it's misappropriated funds. I agree. Or diversion of costs, like what we were talking about this week. But, oof, I don't like reading that. We'll see you Monday.